Welcome to episode four of In Depth with Super John. I still don't like the name, but that's okay. We'll change it sometime, Tom. Is that all right? <laughs> I didn't come up with it, you came up with it. Yeah, you said, yeah, great, let's run with it. Yeah, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. Anyway, we're here for episode four. We've got Darren here, Darren Lamb. He's uh, my manager at Fitness First in Chatswood, uh, also a tank of a human being. He's been in the industry for 17 years. Yeah, Yeah, the fitness industry for 17 years. Running one of the, I think it's the third third best club in Australia in Chatswood Chatswood which is my town so of course it's going to be third best at least Uh, but also a martial artist for 26 years 26 Mm -hmm. years of martial arts Uh, he's also a great leader and he'll have a lot of great lessons for the listeners and also for you guys viewing today so welcome Darren thank you thanks so much pleasure great to Um, be here for those guys who don't know you, because uh, some of the people that listen will know you from the gym and that, yeah. could you give us like uh, the the three to five minute story, like your your background story, like an origin story for okay, us? Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, um, you know, one of my probably key things I've always been interested in is um, health and fitness and well-being. Um, growing up as a kid, you know, in the early 80s, you know, going to high school and as a half Chinese um, kid, mm-hmm. got a lot of bullying and um, picked on and things like that. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, to combat that, you know, yep. in the early 80s, I took up martial arts. I'd never yep. really you know, looked at that. I always played things like soccer and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up sort of talking to a friend who said to me, look, there's a martial arts school down there. And I had a few guys who were doing it. So I got on my bike one afternoon and uh, rode down to the local scout hall at the yep. time, you know, yep. just wooden floors, yep. much like this, if you yep. like. Good old Nails scout hanging out yep. everywhere. Yep. It was like yep. dangerous, right? Um, and there was all these guys just uh, you know, making lots of noises and kicking and mm-hmm. you know, shouting. And I was instantly hooked. Mm-hmm. So I went home and I, and I said to my mum, you know, I want to get involved with that, yep. in that. And she said, if you want to do it, you've got to pay for it yourself. So I went and okay. got a job. And oh, nice. yeah, like my mum was no easy mum. You know, That's great. Full hustle. A, she just made you work. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 If there's any person I'm scared of in the world, it's my mum. Right? <laughs> like it's like my mum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's tiny, but I'm Everyone petrified. knows Gilda. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, mate. So, yeah, I sort of got into that. And, you yeah. know, I just had – I learned a lot of lessons through mm-hmm. that. And, yep. um you know, I've had an interesting sort of life and um, journey in terms of some personal development, yep. um, whether it's through the martial arts yep. or my other sporting endeavours and mm-hmm. things, you know, through work as well. So, yep. um, yeah, I look back on those years pretty fondly and yep. there's a lot of good stuff to come out of it. Yeah, awesome. That's great. Okay, so you know, we're both fellow martial artists. What was the type of martial art you did? Um, so originally, I um, the school that I went down yep. to, um, it was uh, from Zendo Kai. It Zendo was a Kai, Bob yep. Jones Corporation mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. Yep. And back in the 80s, Bob Jones was a, you know, a huge figure in um, sort of the Australian martial arts yep. scene. And living up on the central coast in that terrible yep. area, it was a bit of a dog-eat-dog. It's not like okay. the sort of cosmopolitan terrible you see these days. Okay, it was, it yeah. was like gangster town. You, know, yep. you sort of went out just waiting to get in a fight yep. know, back in those days. Yep. And Even chats would just do more hardcore 20 years back. Oh, Nowadays, yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was really interesting, you know. Um, as I said, you know, as a, as a half-Chinese kid, you know, I used yep. to get bullied and picked on at school and... Even more so the Central Coast, because I'm putting Central, it together now. Like in, yeah. in Chatswood, it would have been like you would have been at home, you know? Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Central Coast, it makes sense now because it's much more uh, like 
Aussie there, I suppose. Yeah, the that's it. And, and yeah. living in Terrigal, it's you know everyone's a surfer, so bleach blonde hair, yeah. and he's this yeah. sort of half Asian guy. Yeah. Um, I didn't know anyone at yeah. the school I yeah. went to, so yeah. I sort of found it really tough in those first early days. Mm -hmm. And um, luckily, I was you know a, a good athlete, so I could fit in with the the sporty group, yeah. and I wasn't a bad student as well. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really have a group that I hung out with. I yeah. sort of sat with different people and yep. but i sort of tended to gravitate towards the, the sporty guys yep. right or the yep. jocks or whatever you want to call them yeah sure and that's yeah. where i sort of okay. ended up. yeah i know what you mean because i'm i'm also half because you're half chinese, half chinese and half australian yeah, yeah similar to me half filipino half australian irish so i know what you mean it kind of made it that we could float in between so yeah. I, I know how that is and interesting because you've grown up there that would have brought some struggles because of the ethnicity but the struggles end up being strengths which we can talk about later yeah. in my experience possibly in yours as well yeah but how about with the like the fitness industry how come you went into that side like the just yeah. a bit of context of like okay so we knew you grew up there you went through martial arts mm -hmm. uh, had a few struggles through because of your differences in your ethnicity and then yeah why did you end up going into the fitness industry what happened there um so when i left school i <clears throat> decided I, I really wanted to be a, a school teacher and yep. i actually went to university for about a year and yep. just didn't enjoy it i just yep. hated it right yep. and i wanted to get on with my life and i yep. felt university was three or four years Yep. that I wasn't enjoying, so why bother? So yep. I dropped out of university. Which uni was it? Uh, New South Wales University. New South, okay, yeah, 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 so ended up getting into hospitality by default because my brother was living yep. in North Sydney at the time uh -huh. and I needed a job. Oh, nice. And he said, come and work with me. Was it like Berry Street or Metropolis? Yeah, like? I worked in all of those places, really? funny enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like my favorite clubs yeah, back in the yeah, day. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Barry family owned that and uh, oh, yeah, right. Brendan Barry and okay. uh, all those guys. But um, So you used to go to Berry Street and... I used to work in Berry Street. I used to no work way. in um, Blueberries and yeah. all oh, those. Sick. Yeah. That's where I used to go. They're all closed now. Yeah, Shout out to all that Berry Street homies out there. You used to go there back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> I ended up getting into that yeah. by default because I needed a job yeah. and um, it was really easy to just do that. So that's what I ended up doing for about 13 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really that long in the hospital? Okay. Yeah. And the reason I got out of um, the hospitality industry is I had a young family at the time. I was married yeah. with a, a young baby yeah. and um, I was co-managing a restaurant along the North Shore in Pimble and yeah. um, one of my managers left because he ended up moving into uh, the DPP and he said, if I come back in six months' time and you're still here, I'm dragging you out by your hair. Yeah. And uh, I thought, look, I've got to get out. I've got to do something he different. He probably saw your potential and was like wanting you to move beyond it or something. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah. He said to me, you know, I know you love fitness. Go and yeah. do something in the fitness industry. Okay. And 15 years ago, the fitness industry was still really evolving as, as compared true. to what it is today. Yeah, true. Now so, it's really prevalent that you must take care of your body. It's like the thing. Yeah. But back, yeah, I remember before. You and know. it was really starting to get into that position where everyone had to get certified and, yeah. um, you know, there was more compliance yeah. across the board. Did you say 17 years ago? Yeah, 17, that? 15 years ago. That's so. when I think I started at Fitness First, but I... Low. It was space at the time, but then I left and yeah. went to Hong Kong. So I'm just, fine. I'm just piecing it together now. Like, well, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I ended up um, taking a couple of weeks off yeah. from the restaurant I was working in. I didn't yeah. tell them what I was doing. And, and I went and did this intensive two-week course, right? It yeah. sounds like it's a breeze, but it was two weeks. And then it was all this study after it. And, yeah. uh, and that was the basics back then. And that's what I got my certificate three, certificate yeah. four. So I went back to work and I had to finish yeah. these exams. Yeah. And, um, shortly after, <clears throat> I ended up with an opportunity 
to go and talk to someone at Fitness First. And okay. Yeah. And did you enter as a PT or is it mm-hmm. in sales? Or, so personal training was the first entry yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. My first ah, role right. was yeah. a franchisee at the Erina Club up on yeah. the Central Coast. Um, I was living out there at the time, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And when did you move down here to... Um, so what happened? When did you right? upgrade? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. So, we love so, the coast. So um, I was living up on the Central Coast for... A, quite a few years because I, I moved back from Sydney mm-hmm. um, down to back to the Central Coast up to yeah. the Central Coast when I got married and yep. started raising our family yep. built a house and all that sort of stuff yep. and then when um, my marriage uh, broke up um, yep. many years later I ended up moving back to Sydney for a while and yep. then I ba- went back to the Central Coast so I've sort of gone back and forth and yep. you know different relationships sort of positioned me in different areas of mm-hmm. between Sydney and Central Coast yep. um, but I've been here in the Central Coast now for, yeah, since 2000, uh, Sydney, sorry, since 2012. Okay, yeah, yeah. quite a while now. Okay, yeah, along the North Shore in All the right. Hornsby where I love it. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to flip to another side now because we've got the martial arts experience and the personal development and, and business <coughs> and management and also leadership. So there's a few different areas yeah. I'd like to touch on just so we can provide some value to the guys mm. listening and watching. What would you say overall from like, the martial arts will start there just because I love martial arts. Yeah, so it comes yeah. my first. Yeah. What would you say your biggest lessons from martial arts have been or even the biggest failures? Like, because we can learn yeah. either way. Yeah, yeah. I, I think one of the, a couple of really important lessons for me was perseverance. And okay. I became very tenacious in the fact that I, I never gave up and mm-hmm. no, never meant no to me. Um, mm-hmm. I was really fortunate that when I started martial arts, it really became very natural to me. And yep. um, when I say natural, I mean, I was training, yeah. you know, probably six or seven hours a day, yep. you know, three or four hours before school and then yep. after school because yep. right, I was still young. Okay, yeah. Um, so I, I really persevered with yep. things that I, I wasn't good at and uh, mm-hmm. I quickly became good at it and I yep. started rising up through the ranks yep. pretty quickly. Okay. But the other thing, I guess, was the discipline side yep. because, um, you know, I you know, was brought up in a little bit of a, you know, dysfunctional, broken home. Not broken. I mean, I had my mum and dad yep. there, but I was a stepfather and, yep. you know, it was different back in yep. those days. And, Understand. Um, so I became, I really learned to have that strength and yep. um, discipline through yep. the martial arts. Yeah, understand. Uh, and it taught me probably to not to be settled but more to focus i guess okay yeah. okay it's so like perseverance discipline strength and focus are yeah. kind of like the kind of things you've learned from it now let's say i'm little timmy sitting at home listening to this mm. um that how would you advise him to develop perseverance and discipline because you know um it's nice for them to hear that you had it, but how mm. would we give them an advice to develop that? Because discipline is saying that people come to me with a lot. They're like, yeah. they want to develop <clears throat> discipline. Yeah. You know, so how, how do you think you could advise them to do that or what would be a story that might help? Yeah, sure. Uh, Look, it, I think for anyone who's lacking any sort of discipline in yeah. anything, whatever it is you're pursuing, whether mm-hmm. it's academic, sporting or professional, mm-hmm. you need to find a really good mentor. Mm-hmm. And as I was growing up, I was lucky enough and fortunate enough to find a martial arts instructor, for example, that... Um, I looked up to and you know, yeah. trained with him for most of those times. Yeah. So for me, having that mentor or someone that okay. I could aspire to be and okay. taught me the lessons of, of yeah. how what discipline meant. And it wasn't just about being strict on myself and standing up straight or things yeah. like that. Yeah. It was about what respect meant and yep. about knowing how to deliver that respect and uh, and things like that. Okay. So I think having a mentor, and I've yeah. always had mentors in my life, yeah. Yeah. Is, is being key for me. Okay. Uh, 
Great. I'm quite an emotional person, so yep. I like to talk things through sometimes. Yep. And sometimes I like to bounce that off yep. you know, someone like yourself, for yep. example. Yeah, yep. understand. Yeah, good. And okay, so having that mentor, I think you're right, that's definitely a hack, in yeah. my opinion, to yeah. personal growth. Like if you want to elevate your own circumstance, get around someone that's kind of like the way you want to be yeah. or other people who are moving in that direction yeah. and that will instantly change your circumstances. Like people who hang around negative people end up being negative. Yeah, and, and, and they say that you know, you're know you the sum of the five closest people around mm. you and yeah. um, I quickly learned that I surround myself with yeah. successful, ambitious, yeah. you know, competitive-driven people yeah. And, yeah. and I always use this analogy when I'm talking to people about what does success look like to you or how come you've been successful or you know, depending on you know, what you define as success. Yeah is that you, you, know, you don't think that Bill Gates is sitting in his office surrounded by a bunch of dummies. He's surrounded yeah. by people who are much smarter than him yeah. to make him look to good. Help, right? yeah. And, and he's, he does that strategically. He's yeah. not doing it by coincidence. And mm. um, I like to think to the same. I surround myself with like-minded people mm -hmm. that uh, offer um, strengths that maybe I don't have or offer mm. opportunity that you yeah. know, I may be looking to utilize as well. Yeah. So I guess it almost sounds a little bit selfish, but you need to be sometimes a little bit selfish. <laughs> yeah. It is smart. Yeah. yeah. I, d I don't believe in hanging around or being in the company of people who don't think like me. It, mm. It's a dis distraction and yeah, they're detractors sure. for you. Yeah, that makes sense. And in my opinion, you've got to be selfish to be selfless. Like if yeah. you're not taking care of number one yourself, if you're not healthy, if you're not moving towards your goals if you're not happy how can you help those around you so yeah, i agree with you one million percent okay so um on that note so we'll stick to discipline for a while because i know that's <coughs> something that people especially in the martial arts people who aren't doing martial arts and yeah. people who, who do do martial arts desire discipline and self-discipline apart from having the right mentorship and the people around you what other things do you have you found helped you on your journey to really develop that discipline because i've seen you at, at work you're there early you finish late you train well you know you mm. i mean you're quite disciplined and dedicated so yeah. what have been the other another thing maybe the second and third place around that um i think you need to challenge yourself and be prepared to make mistakes. Yeah. Um, I've made many mistakes and every single yeah. day um, I sort of joke at work, say I make a mistake every day, I'm just better at covering them up, yeah. right? But <laughs> the thing about making mistakes yeah. or you know, challenging yourself and putting yourself out of that comfort zone, you learn a better way to do it if you're smart. If you yeah. don't learn, then you just deserve to be in that situation. So mm. to create that discipline for me, you know, I always challenge myself and push myself yep. out of my comfort zone. Yep. Okay. And a really good friend of mine said to me a few years ago, yep. uh, he goes, get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yep. And once I understood what that meant, yep. It taught me to ex that level of acceptance was a lot yeah. easier for whether it was disappointment or whether it was an emotional thing, whatever yeah. it might have been. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. absolutely challenge yourself is a good way yeah. to learn what discipline is because yeah. life is not always successful. Yeah. Sometimes it just yeah. goes the wrong way, yeah. Yeah. and you've got to be able to combat that. You can't be wrapped up in cotton wool. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And that definitely makes sense to me. So, Getting comfortable with the uncomfortable, I like that because yeah. that's where you grow and learn. So keeping yourself in that uncomfortable space, that's yeah, good. Yeah. It reminds me of like Zen cones where they try to keep you confused. So you're in a state of uncomfortableness in your mind so you can grow. Yeah, and I think removing yourself out mm -hmm. of your bubble and yeah. uh, I always, um, probably over the last few years, yeah. something, a skill I guess that I've developed is to have this um, elevated level of thinking, right? Yeah. So 
Um, I think above my current level at work, right? So okay. I'm a club manager at work, yep. but I think what I want to be is yep. whatever level it is. So that's yep. the mentality I, I take okay. on. Yep. When I was a martial artist from starting off as, as that yep. white belt, everyone gets yep. that little belt. I yep. wanted to be a, a black belt. So I didn't yep. I didn't train just with the white belts. I yep. made sure I trained with okay. the senior okay. black belts, okay. even though I was getting my yep. butt kicked every Understand. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, nice. I quickly progressed because <laughs> yeah, got I was, I was yep. learning skills from those that yep. these guys just simply weren't learning. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that elevated level of thinking um, really puts you in a different mindset because you see things from a very, very different scope. You remove yourself from your okay. own bubble. That's interesting. So you, you're thinking in an elevated way and then you're even physically putting yourselves in situations where you're training with people who are elevated already. Absolutely. So that's cool. And, and how would you suggest someone to actually move towards that elevated level of thinking? Is that like just projecting to the future or you know wh how do you explain that I, I think you've got to define what your goal is first of okay. all right yeah. if it's no use thinking oh, I'm going to I'm going to start thinking a bit smarter but what does that really mean you yeah. know what what is it you're trying to achieve yeah. so I'm, I'm a very goal-driven person yeah. and, and on top of that I'm an extremely competitive person yeah. mm -hmm. so I know what I want and yeah. I'm thinking in advance all the time or I'm thinking about a different level of what a what would say John do in this circumstance, yep. for example, or okay. what would someone else? Okay, so taking from different perspectives and thinking about the goals that you have. Okay, yeah, that makes sense because yeah. you're looking ahead as opposed to just from here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I can vibe with that. It makes a lot of sense. I'm similar. Like when you have a goal, I find, and you know, okay, exactly what it looks like. I was telling you earlier how we want to have that yeah. the building, the the most epic yeah. dojo in the yeah, in, in the world ever. Uh, having that in my mind allows the choices of today to be easier. Yeah. Is it taking me towards that? Yes. No. Okay, go towards the... The, you know, the thing yeah. is this, right, man, with, with a goal, it's really interesting, right? Yeah. If you just say, I don't know, uh, you want to run a marathon, right? Yeah. And a marathon's 42Ks, right? For mm -hmm. all those geeks out there, which I'm a massive geek. Yeah. But if you want to run a marathon and yeah. you've never run bef one before and you yeah. set yourself a year to do it, yeah. in a year time, if you can only still run 20 kilometers, you've run, you're 20 kilometers better off than you were a year ago. Yeah. So whilst you haven't achieved your goal, yeah. you've achieved yeah, something, something far greater yeah. than what you ever did. So yeah. I'm a big believer, like I said, in challenging myself to yeah. a level where I just don't know if I'll achieve that. Yeah. And I've done that you know, over the last few years in, yeah. a, in, in a sport of triathlon, which yeah. you know, I can, we can talk about after yeah. my martial arts yeah. uh, sort of yeah. days ended. So. You did a marathon like not long ago, right? Um, over the last couple of years, yeah. I've done four half Ironman triathlons. That's uh, fucking hectic. Which is a 1.9-kilometre <laughs> swim followed yeah. by a 90-kilometre bike ride and a 21-kilometre run, which is a half marathon after you've done all of that. Is right? that all? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then you get to finish. And Holy crap. Look, by no means am I um, at the top of that but pointy still, end of it. But still, that's fucking crazy. Like, none of us fucks could do that. Yeah, look, yeah. Look, look, nah. <laughs> and, and, and I got into that because yeah. I suffered a pretty substantial injury um, towards the end of my martial art days um, yeah. when I was in my... You so know, you decided uh, to do an Ironman. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened, man? Yeah, I, I actually was doing um, yeah. some tricking and stuff in martial arts yeah. and I uh, basically ruptured my Achilles and tore my calf off the bone more or less. Uh. Was, and it took me about six months to learn how yeah. to walk and... I just didn't want to yeah. go back to martial arts after yeah. that. So yeah. I, I, like I said, challenged myself. I thought to myself... For those of you thinking to train with me, that doesn't happen here. <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> and, and, I, and I just thought to myself, yeah. what am I going to do that's going to challenge yeah. myself and what can I do that's yeah. completely selfish, right, yeah. so I can be successful? Yeah. 
Um, and I thought, and I started looking on the internet and I came across this sport triathlon. I knew a little bit about it. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I can swim. You know, I swam as a kid. I can, mm. I can ride a bike, you know, yeah. piece of piss. You know, yeah. how hard is that? <laughs> you know, jump on a bike. Who can't do I that? I like your way of thinking. Yeah, I and, be then, like, nah. and then I can run. So <laughs> yeah. I, um, I entered my very first triathlon with mm. virtually no training. I, I got this bike, I, you know, road bike I'd never ridden before. Mm. And it was an epic fail. I literally almost drowned um, during this thing. And But I finished the race because I oh, refused wow. to be that guy. An epic fail, but you finished. Like It was an epic yeah. fail in the sense that it was probably one of the hardest things I've done. And I've yeah. done many black belt gradings yeah, and yeah, yeah. things like that. And yeah. I got to the end of this yeah. short race, which was about only less than two hours. Yeah. And I was, I was like spent. I was yeah. about to go home and pass out. And yeah. besides the fact I literally almost drowned, um, I'd lo- I learned a lot of valuable lessons from that and yeah. challenging myself and getting out of that comfort zone yeah. led me to sort of go, you know what, there's got to be a plan and, and I'm, a, I'm about strategy and planning yeah. and execution, yeah. right, and consistency. So what would you I, say the biggest lesson you got from that experience from the... Yeah, yeah. From the... Would you call it iron? Would you? It's an iron man. Well, this this event triathlon? was this event was a triathlon, but okay. it was a sprint one because okay. it was my very first one. I thought, yeah. oh yeah, I'll sign up to that. Yeah. Go on the internet and did it, and <laughs> turned up. Yeah. You know, I didn't even have yeah. the right shorts and stuff you should wear, and everyone's like kitted out in this yeah. really cool gear, and I turn yeah. up like literally in a pair of speedos, yeah. sort of thing, jump in the water, and um, the biggest lesson I learned was that I, if first of all, if you don't plan, you're going to fail. Right. Yeah. If you, without a plan, you're gonna fail. Without right? a plan, you're gonna fail. That's it. Okay. So I hadn't planned properly. I had no strategy behind it. I just was going for it. I was yeah. balls to the wall from the moment I jumped in the yeah. water to the end. Yeah. No matter what. The yeah. second thing I guess I learned is you don't give up no matter what. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. perseverance is yeah. key. Come back in from the martial arts training. All the perseverance yeah. is still there. Because yeah. keep in mind, I was in. Um, I was out at the Penrith Regatta Centre, yeah. so I was in this massive um, man-made lake. Yeah. And there's there's lifeguards to save you. Yeah. But uh, do you want to be that guy that puts your hand up and says, "Come and grab me," and you know, you know, paddle me over to the <laughs> that shore? That would be me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was almost there. Yeah. And I've got this great photo of me doing the first leg yeah. of the swim, my first yeah. triathlon. Yeah. And my head's just above the water, and I'm looking towards the yeah. shore. Yeah. And my girlfriend at the time was taking photos of me and I'm yelling out saying, I'm fucking drowning like yeah, this, right? Fuck. Yeah, so, and she's like, just keep going. So keep I going, did. you pussy. <laughs> and, and, I, and I got to the end of the, end of the race yeah. and as I said, I was, I was exhausted, but yeah. I just, I learned that I need to plan better. Yeah. But there was okay. no way uh, I was ever yeah, giving I can up. See. see, that's fucking great. Like from that experience, you took the lesson that, okay, I fucking nearly drowned there. Yeah. I should have made better plans. Whereas, you know, some people might have given up or or just done it again without planning and actually yeah. drowned. And, and one of my so, biggest fear is dying is drowning. I do not want yeah, to die by drowning. Yeah, that's like one of mine. <laughs> drowning would be like the worst. Yeah, thing maybe yeah. fire is not good either, right? Yeah, true, yeah. true, true, true. So yeah, that, that perseverance <laughs> and um, not giving up and yep. pushing through that, that pain level I was yep. experiencing yep. was a next level thing. And, yeah, and when you get into an, an Ironman or a half Ironman event that I did, uh, yep. You can't give up because you're you're 50 k's out yeah. in the bush on a bike, yeah. and there's no one there to pick you up and take you back to the start the starting line if you want to stop. You just, just keep going. You, you have to yeah. keep going. And how would you suggest to, to someone who wants to? Because sometimes people they want they have a goal already mm. and they want to persevere. Yeah, but they don't. How do you do you think you could 
help someone? What was a mindset or, or a trick or something you yeah. did to help you persevere, to help you never give up? Okay, cool. I've got a really good um, sort of story around that is, yeah. like, and I'll take it back to the yeah. triathlon days, yeah. for example, right? Um, during the during the run, which is the final leg of the race, right? Yeah. It's 21 Ks you have to get in there. And I get I usually get about five to seven Ks in there and my legs start cramping really okay. bad to the point where I can barely run, let alone walk or mm. walk, let alone run. Um, so what I had to do is I had to break my next goal of finishing the race, A, just to finish, but now I had to break it down into teeny tiny little steps. So I used to do this. I would be running and I would look up ahead and I'd see a landmark, and it was usually yep. like a telegraph pole, yep. right? Okay. Darren, if you get to that telegraph pole, you yep. can walk for 10 seconds, but only 10 seconds because yep. I've got to watch. Okay. And I'd get to it and I'm like, reassess myself. No, you're feeling good. Keep yep. going to the next one. Yep. And if I felt good, I'd keep going. Kay. So I'd break it down literally in 100 meters. Now, yep. if you look at how many 100 meters are in 21 kilometers, yep. there's a lot. There's a lot right? of them, yeah. And my step, is okay. under a meter long when I'm striding. So yep. I t I'm taking 23,000 steps okay. in a half marathon. Yeah. Yeah. So I broke it down to literally, you yeah. can get to this 100 meters yeah. telegraph pole and then you can stop, yeah. but you're not stopping before that no yeah. matter what. Yeah. You okay. reward yourself okay. with small wins. Okay, nice. Rem I like that. Rewarding yourself with small wins and then something you can actually see in the future. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of um, uh, Stephen Covey's book that he released after the seven habits of highly effective people he released uh, i think it was first mm. things first yeah, yeah. to remind it's that's what came to my mind then it's like you're seeing something there let's get to that point first and then i can reassess and yeah. if i need yeah that's good i like that and i think part that's of a the good problem way to keep for people going, yeah. who set goals is okay. there's nothing that's wrong good. with setting uh you know what we call a BHAG, a big hairy audacious yep. goal a goal that you just yep. don't think you can achieve and mm. for me when i did my first um, yep. half ironman i didn't yep. know if i was even going to finish it but yep. it was a goal that you know what i was going to do it yeah the problem with people sometimes is they set these goals yep. but they don't have the steps in between to get there yep. okay right? they, yep. they've got this amazing great goal yep. of financial wealth or whatever yep. but they don't know how okay. to get there yeah. they don't use the resources yep. available to them yep. or they don't seek advice understand yeah yep. yeah and yep. um, i think that's I guess in terms of success or me yep. achieving some of my yep. goals, yep. I've always looked for the right people to give me yep. give me the right advice. So yep. I told you that I uh, I almost drowned during my first triathlon. Yep. So I, I came back to where I was working at the time yep. and I did this. I got myself a strength and conditioning coach. Yep. I got myself a um, cycle coach, yep. a swim coach. Yep. And I also did a gait analysis or a run analysis yep. Um, at a at a run Shit. center, so I invested <laughs> you all this really time. Really fucking planned after bought, that, yeah. yeah. I bought myself a new, you know, nearly seven thousand dollar bike, and then spent yeah. another thousand dollars getting yeah. it fitted to me, yeah. right? So I planned everything yeah. that could go wrong. I yeah. planned it so it wouldn't go wrong. Wow. I didn't only yeah. have a plan A; I had yeah. a plan B and a plan C. Yeah. Because when you're throwing up against a fence in you know Port Macquarie, yeah. one of my Ironmans. You have to have a plan B because you know that plan A wasn't to throw up. Yeah. Suddenly you are. You now got to yeah. go to plan B and probably plan C by the end of the race, whether yeah. that's crawling across that line yeah. or not. Yeah. Nice. Fuck. Failing to plan is planning to fail. That's what and I then say. you took it to the nth degree and went and got yourself three different coaches and a new buy and a running gate check. So okay, that yeah, makes sense. So yeah. there you go. And it's about efficiencies. Okay. Yeah. Make sure you plan then, guys, and and you can use that. I like that. How did you put it exactly? So the people that want to develop that discipline, that want to persevere, to just you know look at the hundred meters ahead, look at the yeah. 
give them small wins so small reward wins. the small wins yeah and and put first things first how else should you put it yeah so and and be grateful for yeah. those wins as well yeah. because you know some people beat themselves up about okay. oh I, I didn't i didn't achieve my goal of you know getting some money together or yeah. savings or whatever it might be yeah but again if, if you're in this position starting at level zero now yeah and your goal is to get to level 10, if you get to level eight, whilst you've not achieved your goal, you're eight levels above where you started. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. every time you make a progressive step, yeah, step yeah. appreciate yourself for that yeah. and, and learn to love yourself a yeah, bit and not yeah. beat yourself up because yeah. maybe I didn't run a PB that yeah, day no or doubt, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, that definitely makes sense. I agree. I agree with that one million percent. Yeah. Having that gratitude and that self-love, that yeah. it's like extra fuel. Like yeah. literally that, brings out endorphins in your body so you know yeah. want to be grateful rather than beat yourself up so yeah, yeah no, i agree that one billion percent okay let's let's take a shift to another <coughs> look side of the things because we do have people listening who are you know either running their own martial arts schools are mm -hmm. uh, entrepreneurs as well so coming from like the management and leadership mm -hmm. uh, side of your you know, experience what would you say some of the biggest you know lessons uh, there you've had um patience is patience one of them. yeah yeah, 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 um, yeah. okay and and again gratitude yeah. um a manager several years ago yeah. said to me um the, the power of a thank you is yeah. enormous yeah. right and, and i i employ that every day of my life yeah you know? so you'll notice when i leave work and i if i see you on a reception yeah. i'll say hey thanks john and mm -hmm. all those people around me yeah. so yeah. but the other thing is like i mentioned was patience yeah. i i can be impulsive and, and i tend to run at a energy and a pace yeah. that some people find difficult to, yep. to keep up with and yeah you're always on i noticed that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and even like, though, that but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people at work say to me yeah. man you, you are you're moving fast wherever you go mm. right and i and one day i looked at my watch and I, you know i usually do between 12 to fifteen thousand steps a day in that tiny little club not tiny yeah. it's you know it's a really yeah. decent sized club yeah um so i've had to learn to be patient and yeah. one thing that i'm never too busy I, yeah. I'm I'm always busy, but yeah. I'm never too busy for people. Yeah. The thing I've learned in management and leadership is that everything starts with the people first. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe the thing is people drive results. Yeah. If you get your people right, and a, yeah. and a guy we know, our, our mate Matt, our, yeah. our former club manager, yeah. said to me just the other day, he goes, "You can't achieve a hundred percent result mm -hmm. unless you have." 100% of the people in 100% of the positions to get 100% of the result. Mm. So if someone comes to me and, I, mm. and they knock on my door, I could yep. be in the middle of neck deep of yep. something, some yep. analysis. Yep. And they say, Darren, can I see you? Yeah. I always say, drop what I'm doing. And I always say, yeah, John, come on in, yep. take a seat, please. Yep. Because whilst you know, I may think um, what they're saying to me is not important yep. to me, yep. it's important to you. Yep. So. I think the people is the biggest lesson yep. I've learned. If Got you want it. to be successful, okay. yeah. show that gratitude to your people yep. first. Okay, good. I like that. So gratitude, patience, but also people first. Yeah. Uh, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. And Matt is a champ. Like we both work with Matt. Matt. We should get Matt out here sometime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, Maddie, <laughs> we want you next, brother. <laughs> got some good stories. Yeah. Okay. And um, can you tell me more about people, like putting people first? Like how is that going to help someone <laughs> who's either A, starting a business or is managing a business or is even just is a new intern at a place, how, how is people gonna help them on their, their path and their growth to their own definition of success? Yeah, look, and I, th I think it's a really good question. I think, you know, if you're in a startup business or whatever it is you're, you're trying to start up initially, and it might be from ground zero, right, mm. is that people respond 
to how you treat them, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I'm a big believer of integrity and respect. Yep. Um, I live and die by my integrity. Mm -hmm. There's no, no one that can ever question that integrity because that's mm -hmm. how I behave mm -hmm. every day of my life. Yep. I think in terms of putting the people first for those yep. first time starters is, mm -hmm. you know, put yourself in front of someone, whether you need to use them for um, a skill they've got, mm -hmm. and when I say use, I mean utilize yeah, the skill, sure. right? Yeah, I get it. Um, or, what, or use a resource they've mm. got. If, if you treat them with respect and integrity, yeah. They're going to reciprocate that back to you. If yeah. you're you're demanding and you turn into a, a little turd straight away, yeah. you're probably going to get a, a brick wall up. And yeah. and I probably learned some of those lessons as a manager as I was coming up through the ranks is mm. that people actually respond nicer to you if you're nice back to them. And, I, and yeah, no that doubt. sounds like a massive yeah. you know obvious you know revelation, yeah. but it's true. And yeah. I probably learned that lesson um, the hard way and yeah. was told by one of my mentors that people just don't like you, Darren. And yeah. I was shattered. To oh, really? That. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was years ago, mind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And that was stopping my career. So okay. from that day, I flipped the switch and yeah. became, I mentally changed yeah. how I approached people. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's important to ensure that if you want to be successful and you want to um, start something up, yeah. whether you've got the funds for it or the experience yeah. for it is... Don't be afraid to acknowledge that, you know what, I actually don't know what I'm doing here, John. I yep. need your help. Yep. Can you help me with this? Yep. Look, I might not be able to pay you right now, but look, let's talk about something that we can work out, yep. you know, and, yep. and that gratitude again. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I can't agree more. I think people is the number one thing in growth, in life as well. Like, yeah. Because what's life if you haven't got good relationships, good friends, good family? And I value camaraderie and friendship more than I value the, you know, the financial or the success side because, like, yeah. I mean... You don't want to be successful and die lonely. You know what I mean? Well, so, well, that's it. You know, yeah. and 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 their lessons that I've learned yeah. is that that material factor in life suddenly doesn't mean anything if you don't have those relationships around you. And yeah, um, you know, getting getting a bit personal on that stuff, but yeah. I mean, it's I I much prefer to have good people around me, people yeah. I care about, and people say, oh yeah, I've got hundreds of friends. I don't. I've yeah. I've got a handful of friends yeah. who I count as real friends. I've yeah. got plenty of friends on yeah. Facebook and, yeah. and all that, but yeah. these people are people who I can generally care about. I don't have to talk to them every day to know yeah. they're still friends. Yeah. Um, and I think that sort of level of connection um, takes time to build and it takes some maturity yeah. to build that as well. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. yeah, I'm similar. I got like six that are like tight, tight yeah. and close yeah. and like out of the six, there's one that's like new that's even becoming tight and close yeah, but yeah. then I've probably got hundreds of friends outside of that. Yeah. I still consider them friends but not tight so I agree with you on that. If I want to take a jump back because I think you put a, brought up a really, <coughs> interesting, a really interesting point in regards to leadership so there was, you know, um, Gratitude, being grateful and thankful and appreciating people and what they do. And yeah. then people in general, having the right people around and being there for people. Yeah. But patience, I think that's a, it's an uh, undervalued kind of principle in personal growth. Because a lot of, especially now in our instant society, everyone wants things now, now, yeah. now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought up patience. Can you talk more about that? Like, tell me more about what yeah, you mean about I'm, patience I'm, in relationship to your business growth and leadership, you know? I'm probably one of the most or have been in the past one of the most impatient people you'll come across. Yeah. I I get things done fast because I want it done fast because I, I, I don't dawdle around. When you see me, if I'm walking around, I'm, I'm walking at pace. If yeah. I'm getting something done, I'm doing it at pace. Yeah. I speak at pace. Yeah. I remember doing a lot of um, presenting back in my early days within the fitness industry to, to groups of personal trainers mm. and doing inductions. And 
I did this one presentation and no one understood a word I was saying because I was talking too fast. Yeah. So I had to learn, you need to be patient <laughs> with yourself. So, yeah, so even in the moment of, yeah, of presenting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so I, I ended up physically slowing my speech down, yeah. emphasizing words, pausing for effect. Yeah. So I could be more patient, so people yeah. could listen and understand me better. Yeah, I'm my default setting is is yeah. manic, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm that nutcase <laughs> yeah. running around. That's yeah. how I. That's my yeah. default setting. Yeah. But you can modify those behaviours given the audience you're working yeah. with, right? Mm-hmm. In a in in a group situation or in a, in a crisis situation, everyone defaults to their um, default setting, right? Yeah. My one is um, to take control and to lead and manage. Yep. That's how I'm, I'm yep. wired and that's yep. just how I work, right? Yep. But I understand sometimes that that's not always the best way to do it. And mm-hmm. I may need John over here mm-hmm. who's great at getting mm-hmm. people to follow him out of a fire mm-hmm. situation, yep. for example. Mm-hmm. But I will say to you, John, I need you to do this, mm-hmm. right? That's my default setting. Yep. And John will go, no worries, John. I'm going to grab all Darren. I'm going to grab all those people because mm. I know how to get yep. people together. Mm. Um, so for me, learning patience was about my own self control. Yeah. So others could connect better with me. Okay. Because I was okay. pushing people away with the energy and pace that I do things okay. at in general. That's an interesting angle of applying it. Applying it to your own self in the way that you are interacting with others. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Because okay. you know. In, in an industry like the fitness industry yep. that I work in and the, the roles that I work in as, in as a manager, you can't isolate or polarize people because A, no one likes you and yep. secondly, no one will do anything for you yep. and if they are doing it for you, mm. they're doing it because of the title on your yeah. shirt. Yep. And what I learned was, and you know, this is my lessons through leadership, is that those you know, levels of servanthood. Do you know what yeah. I mean by the servanthood? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You know, people do things for you initially because yeah. of you know uh, because they have to. Have to. Yeah. They secondly do it because they they want to. Yeah. Then the third one might be they do it because of what you've done for the organisation. Yeah. Okay. Fourth one is they do it because of what you've done for them. Okay. And the fifth one is they do it because of what you represent. Okay. So my brand, if okay. you like, is yep. about, I, I represent this certain brand and yep. I the brand is about caring for my people, yep. you know, showing that gratitude, yep. development, coaching, yep. and even when you know I, I lose the plot at my yep. people, yep. It comes from the right place. Yeah. They know that I'm not just you know, okay. being a, an asshole to them. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Being patient in things is, is really important. Yeah. Okay. I really like that that levels of servanthood because I mean the way the the one thing that comes to my mind is that I truly believe that leaders serve <coughs> their people. I mean, like if yeah. if you're the manager or the leader or, or a CEO of any company or country or whatever, it's about serving everyone yeah. uh, that works with you or, or yeah. Beneath I, you, so I hundred percent agree, yeah. man. And yeah. a, a leader is there just to facilitate yeah. process yeah. and and grow people. Yeah. The leader's not there to take the accolades for all of yeah. the good work that other yeah. people do that make them look good. Yeah, right. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. I I like to you know think of myself as a good leader. I haven't always been though. I've been a great manager and I've been a bad manager. Yeah. But I I'm a much better leader than I am a manager. I think. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, one sec. How much time we got? How long we've been going for, team? Okay, cool. How long we've been going for? Just so I know. Okay, cool. One sec. I like that levels of servanthood. 
Okay, cool. We've got time then. Levels of servanthood. I really like that. Now, I want to flip back to another part. If that's yeah, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I bounce around yeah, a bit, but that's so fine. That, you know, that's, we can, that's how my brain yeah, works too. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Back to martial arts. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. What would you say? I know you were saying that um, you learned about never giving up, yeah. perseverance, Dis- discipline. Uh, and also discipline. Yeah. Um, have you got any interesting stories you know, from your martial arts days, either funny or interesting or something that might provide some value to the guys out there that do martial arts? Because a lot of the listeners are into martial arts and meditation as well. Yeah. So, you know, is there anything interesting that you could share with them? That um, might, yeah, that yeah look, I, I sort of think back to um, one of my black belt gradings, right? And, um, you know, for this particular grading, what my, um, you know, instructors or um, senseis wanted from every single blackboard is that you had to write the the week before you had to present an essay to them mm. on why you believe you should be a black belt okay you could say whatever you yeah. like it could you could be say because i deserve yeah. it and i'm a legend because i'll bash you if yeah <laughs> <laughs> not likely for these <laughs> yeah. yeah um and the, the other thing so I, I i wrote this essay about yep. you know um i guess how i've trained so hard mm-hmm. and how i've you know how I'm great at the carters and all the different things like that. So mm-hmm. I, I, I put this essay forward and then you, we have our grading, right? And as a, as a black belt in this, uh, the, the style I was doing at the time is your, your grading starts from the very start of everyone else's grading of the day, right? Okay. And it's usually about nine o'clock in the morning when all the white belts come yeah. in and going for their next little yeah. belt or whatever yeah. the grade is. But you are grading with the white belt. So you're okay. doing all of the routines, carters. Oh, wow. So you've ev- got to grade every single grade. Every single grade. Fuck. Yeah, so you grade every grade again to black belt. And then oh. when you get to your black belt grading yeah. at the very end of the day, yeah. usually you, you're, you're shattered, right? Yeah. You're in, and I remember one of these gradings, it was one of my first down gradings, is they, um, they did 20 rounds of sparring. But every partner yeah. was yeah. fresh. I got a fresh yeah. partner. And it was yeah. full contact, right? Yeah. So... And in between those twenty rounds, you did two rounds of grappling. Yeah. yeah? So, I, yeah. So it was yeah. always full on. Uh, two minutes of grappling, I should yeah. say, not two rounds. Yeah. So it was full on. So I'm getting beat to an absolute pulp. My, yeah. my forearms are bruised from blocking yeah. kicks and blows yeah. from yeah. every grade above me, every yeah. grade below me. And yeah. It was it was brutal. You become a punching bag, basically. Oh yeah, I was yeah. a punching bag man. <laughs> a moving so, punching bag. Yeah. So I think. You know, to what, I got to the end of it. You know, I took a second gi top because I knew yeah. I was probably going to throw up on myself. And I remember <laughs> standing there, yeah, you know, between yeah. rounds, you know, absolutely spent holding my gi top open because I was about to throw up into it. And I'm looking into the crowd, and yeah. I didn't have anyone there supporting me. It was just yeah. me, right? And yeah. and I I did this great, and I got to the end of it, and um, I, I remember, you know, the the instructors that came in, it, gives, it makes me emotional. They they come up to me and they go man that's one of the best gradings we've ever seen it was, it was sensational and at the end of it they give you you know they take your belt off and they give yeah. you a new belt and they got my belt and it's got my name down it on oh, the, yeah, on the here printed and yeah. then it's got you know uh it's got this in chinese characters the yeah. name of the martial yeah. art then it's got your little band for your first dan yeah. on and so they pre- it's a real ceremony yeah. right and yeah. you're super humble yeah. and then at the end of that we had to like pledge like this um little yeah. black belt code if you yeah. like one of the, what that taught me mate was again um was hard work pays off for yeah. a start the yeah. other thing it taught me was absolute gratitude because i it's difficult for me to remember a time in my life that i've 
been so happy in yeah. achieving something yeah. because yeah. I'm standing and I've got this great photo yeah. at home where yeah. I'm standing there, you know, yeah. I'm beat up, I'm bloody yeah. And, yeah. And, there, and I'm saying this oath and it was just a really good moment. You can see yeah. I get a bit emotional yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, for right? sure. It's yeah, really yeah. cool. And it just taught me that, you know, things just don't happen easily and that yeah. gratitude is just yeah. amazing and that sense of accomplishment was just so yeah. great that day. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So people going into martial arts, I guess yeah. to answer your question is, yeah. You know, you you will get there yeah. and appreciate those moments and yeah. allow yourself to appreciate those yeah. moments. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it might be hard, yeah. but nothing worth doing is ever easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I would rather do it the hard way yeah. than do it the easy way. Yeah, hundred percent. Otherwise, yeah. everyone would have a black belt, wouldn't they? Everyone yeah, would have a yeah, black belt. That's you it. know what? And my aim was never to have a black belt when yeah. I started. It's just that's what they give you. Yeah, when that's you, what happens once when, you progress up you to that progress. level. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, I wore it with pride and, you know, I, I um, had all the different colored gi tops yeah. and, you know, I had my black belt and I had the big hakama thing, you know, yeah. the big split skirt yeah. thing. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, man, I used to treat that thing with absolute pride. At the end of the night, yeah. I'd fold it yeah. up, I'd put it into my yeah. cupboard, after, yeah. obviously after I washed it, yeah. I'd get my belt, you know, my, yeah. my belt never lay on the ground, that's yeah. disrespectful. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah it, was, it was a really, really proud moment for that's me, awesome. mate, a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, it's like applying gratitude and appreciation on the journey of becoming a black belt becoming an accomplished martial artist yeah. and applying the hard work on the way yeah. that's awesome man um yeah i can understand that sense of achievement like i had that when i achieved mastery in wing chun there was a real you know dedicated you know yeah what is it now you know like 20 years to to kung fu in, in itself but wow. martial arts longer. so I, mean, I know how you feel on that yeah. and, um, and, um, and that sense of pride in achieving that yeah. you know like it, it just makes you really emotional because, yeah. you know, you think back on those sorts of days and, yeah. you know, I was, uh, that particular day, I think I was, that was in 2007, I think, mm. right? So let's say 11 years ago, that yeah. I did that and uh, then we had our subsequent gradings and stuff like that. But it's just one of those proudest moments. Probably, yeah. you know, the only thing that sort of equals that in, in terms of pride is the birth of my son. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. There is a big level of achievement. Now, I think I can... No, I can agree. Yeah. Having Noah born for the first time, it's like, wow, it's like such an emotional moment. And then also reaching a high level of mastery, which you've dedicated so much time of your life. Oh, my God, yeah. I like that. It, it's coming to my mind in the way of like, because a lot of people want to achieve a high level of mastery of themselves, mind, body, and spirit, you know, yeah. so that they feel like, like a lot of people that come here or even will come to the gym even want to master themselves, whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually, or whatever it is. Yeah. I think remembering that, you know, every master was once a beginner, you know, That's right. you know, or every black belt started as a white belt, you know yeah. what I mean? And having that patience and that gratitude along the way to put in the hard work and the hustle is, is going to be rewarding as it has been yeah, for us. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen this amongst, you know, your teachers as well, is that my, my old instructor, yeah. um, a guy by the name of Gar uh, Gary, right? And yeah. um, he used to have this um, black belt. Yeah. And over the years, yeah. his black belt became grey. Then yeah. over the years, that black belt became white. Like it because yeah. it was so, so well used, worn yeah. and everything. And yeah. you know, they just say um, a black belt is just an experienced white belt sort of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. But this it was funny that 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 circle of life. Yeah. As you said, yeah. they start off as a black belt, a white belt. But yeah. Then his black belt suddenly started getting old and tattered. Yeah. And, yeah. and I I said to him one day. 
why don't you change that thing? You know, like it must be 30 years old. He goes, yeah. that's exactly why I don't change it because yeah. one day this is going to be white and it's going to yeah. take me back to the roots. Yeah. It, it was just that's a, beautiful. Yeah. That's a really good analogy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, it actually reminds me of something I was talking about today because someone asked me a question about meditation and I don't remember how I got to it, but it was like trying to keep that beginner's mindset yeah. whilst having such experience you know because yeah you're a black belt and i'm also you know black belt or a master in my system it can be easy to be like okay i know what to do now you know and straight away as soon as you know you kind of your cup's full yeah yeah so so kind of trying to keep that cup empty proverbially proverbial proverbial empty cup you know (laughs) um keeping like what gary said to my my black belt is white it's going back to keep that white belt that beginner mindset i think is essential to growth yeah yeah Yeah. and you know and and probably like you man you you probably watch a lot of this stuff content on um youtube and stuff and you see you see a lot of these experts and yeah and i sort of i sit there and i sort of look at these guys and just go i I just wonder how they got to where they were because what they're doing in my opinion is you know it's a humble opinion is that they're not there for the art. They're not there mm. for the expression. They're there for the gratification of, of recognition. Mm. And, and I don't know about you, yeah. but for me, I was never there for recognition. I went there to learn to fight to protect yeah. myself, right? Mm-hmm. It just so happened yeah. that I, I so became... You get beat up by all the Aussies in the coast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, yeah, all those surfers in here. Yeah, the surfboards. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I sort of look at those people and, you know, they've got their belts on, their different red belts and all this sort yeah. of stuff. And I'm just like, you know what, just you've sort of removed yourself from the true art of what martial arts is about. Yeah. You've sort of just become a publicity machine and yep. i just sort of think i that know what stuff you mean I th- no i get it i think there are a lot of let's say people that don't represent the martial arts in the best possible way yeah if i'm going to be you know nice about it yeah um dickheads basically i mean <laughs> no, jokes yeah no you're not getting dickheads. but anyway yeah. what i'm getting is like for me personally martial arts is about perseverance it is about discipline is it about self-discovery and you know even for me, it's a way of non-violence, the way mm. I look at it, at least. Um, but there are many martial artists out there just painting it as a, you know, let's be mad, you know, let's be up there and let's be, uh, you know, uh, big egos or even violent, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, I personally, on to your point, I personally avoided social for pretty much my whole life. I did yeah. go on it a little bit when it first came out. Yeah. I never really used it, I used it that much. Mm. Like, I went off it completely up until a year ago. until I realized, okay, I want to get out the martial arts and the meditative and the spiritual practices I've learned and it's easy to scale it now. But that's a selfless promotion of you in terms of you're you're spreading um, a great message and Mm. some great skills, whereas other people that I was talking about Mm. tend to be self-promoting of just themselves. And and I guess, you know, um, about a month ago, I did a presentation um, to to our group of, of sales um, uh, people. Yep. And there was about 40-odd people yep. in the room. And, and I gave this presentation, funny enough, on goal setting. Mm-hmm. And I opened up and I and I talked about yep. the injury that I'd suffered yep. in a sport that yep. I'd done for, you know, 25-plus years. Yep. And, and I But I didn't go into what that sport was. I didn't say, oh, you know, I was a martial artist. I did yep. black belt. And I, yep. I, I was sort of... I guess trying to keep it humble. But yeah. after it, funny enough, yeah. is that I had a whole bunch of people tap me on the shoulder and go, Darren, you, you never told us what that sport sure was. was yeah. And well, how come you didn't do that? And I said, oh, look, it was martial arts. You know, they yeah. go, oh, how long did you do it for? I said, oh, 25 plus years. Yeah. 
25 years, mother, yeah, that's a long yeah, time. Yeah. You should be talking yeah. about that. Yeah. I said, yeah, but to me, that's not the important message here. Yeah. It's just the yeah. I'd, I'd done that sport and I, I didn't want to advertise that because it was sort of in my past. And yeah. you and I were talking about this, I think, yeah. last week. Is yeah. you, know, you should talk about it more, Darren. It's like, oh, yeah. it's sort of, I sort of put it behind. Mm. I'm not that self-promoter. I'm a little bit more humble mm. in that regard yeah. because whilst I've done martial arts for a long time and I think it's within my DNA now, yeah. It's not something I talk about because I no longer do it, and I'm, mm. you know, unlike you, you're you know, you're a sifu, you're teaching mm. others, and mm. um, I've I've sort of put that part of myself behind, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I haven't, I, I, you know, I guess I did it intentionally, yeah. but there's no certainly no yeah. regret there yeah. either. Do you miss it at all at the moment? Like, I do, man. I yeah. do. Um, I, I, I've like I said, it's in my DNA. I'm yeah. always really interested to see what's actually happening in the martial arts world. I yeah. still you know, follow people and I yeah. love those sorts of you know, you know, action yeah. movies and I love well, seeing you seem that. to be applying the principles of it into life because you know, in like applying the perseverance, you know, applying the discipline, yeah. applying the gratitude that you got from it and the sense of well, accomplishment I wouldn't be and where the people I around you. I yeah. wouldn't be that, that guy, yeah. to be honest. And Literally everything you've said about martial arts, you can see it in the, your business and leadership life. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. knowing it now from what we've spoken about. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, I um, I do miss it. And like I said, you know, I wouldn't be the person I am without it because, yeah. I, you, know, I, you know, maybe that bullying could have continued on and I, maybe I became an introverted type of person yeah. or whatever it was or I didn't have the confidence that I have now. Yeah. And, and I guess that confidence grew through yeah. my ability to, A, protect myself yeah. and also that, you know, I, I guess I gained a bit of respect in, amongst my peers as I was growing yeah. up that, you know, this, this guy's a... You know, a great athlete, if you like. Yeah. You know, in the, in the loose terms yeah, of an yeah, athlete. Yeah, yeah, um, and and I think, man, that that probably helped me shape who I am today. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, definitely. I know what you mean. To your point just before, you were saying how that the confidence that you do get from it. Mm. Like I definitely have seen that in students that I've taught. They become more and more confident. And even myself, the better. I've got in martial arts, the less I have fear, because I just don't give a shit. Like, I mean, if yeah. I get in a fight, I'm like, okay, it'll be fun. You know, like, I, whereas, whereas, whereas when I first started out, like, I'd get nervous around yeah. that type of combat or interaction. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, sweet, I'll learn something. Yeah. And, and isn't it yeah. funny, you know, as the more mature and experienced you become, the less you want to fight. 100%, you know, the less, like, want, the less you do. I'll yeah. avoid physical um, uh, combat or conflict at all costs yep. you know literally yeah, I know, agree I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm still able to perhaps handle myself but yep. if I don't have to but in the past when I was younger firstly all I want to do is go out and kick ass and yeah. I had Unleash. to yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I was getting beaten oh, up what you look at me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and I remember you know, back in my younger days when yeah. we were talking earlier before yeah. we got on was yeah. that you know when I used to live in um, you know, back in the party days I call yeah. it is I'd be just standing out at a bar, right? I'd just yeah. be having a drink and someone would come to go, mate, what's your problem? And I'm like, man, uh, nothing, nothing's my problem. Yeah. They go, you've got a problem, you're, you're looking at me funny. And, and people would just want to fight me just because yeah. I seem to look a certain yeah. way. Yeah. And uh, I used to just avoid it at all costs because yeah. I'm thinking, man, uh, I'm not into that. I don't yeah. buy into that yeah. you know, yeah. bullshit anymore. Yeah. yeah, I was that later on, but at the beginning I used to, okay and then i used to fight them you know, yeah. like, i used to be like all right let's Crack fight skulls. but coming like the last literally the last three fights i've had um i've let them hit me i think i must still have that violent vibe about me or something because i attracted it yeah yeah but yeah the first one was in a club it was i think it was in berry street actually and the guy was going <laughs> it wasn't at me, me was it? No, no. and the guy was coming coming towards me he went to throw a punch so i just put my head down he punched my head and then and then he walked off it was like and that was it yeah and then another one a guy slapped me 
Uh, and this was where was that? Well, he wasn't wearing that your was dress, was he? <laughs> <laughs> and I you, just was you, like, weren't, uh, you weren't in Oxford Street, were you? <laughs> <laughs> I up partying. And then the last one, this is why I, I've, I've decided that I wouldn't let people hit me anymore. I was in Hong Kong. Mm. Uh, long story short, a guy was off his head. Man and he from was, Hong Kong? Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and he, went, he went to hit me. And I was just like, here it comes. I saw it coming. I just wore it on my face. And then I was like, fuck, I'm not going to help you now because I was going to help the guy. But I'd already decided I didn't want to be violent anymore. I didn't want to fight. Then as I was walking off, I started this, and my jaw was broken. Oh. So, man. yeah, he'd taken a big swing and broke my jaw. And I was oh, like, wow. okay, nonviolence is the way, but you still got to protect yourself, you idiot. Because yeah. I, I, like, it had happened already two times that it didn't affect me. But yeah. what I'm getting at is, is, yes, the more you progress, the less you actually do want to fight, to the point where I'd rather get punched in the face yeah. than hurt another person. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. and, and I always found in training it was those most inexperienced um, you know, students that hurt you the most. Yeah. Did you find that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I've I probably been mm. put on my ass more times by yeah. a white belt than I have by a black belt. Yeah, you know overzealous I mean? beginners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and you're sort of trying themselves. to yeah. be, you know, go soft on them and not you know, yeah. hurt them. And then yeah. suddenly they just throw something yeah. out wild and you're on yeah. your back and you're like, all right, <laughs> yeah. now it's time to probably, you know, give the respect even to that, you know, yeah. new person. Yeah, so. yeah, no, I totally get it. You know, yeah. either they have the lack of self-control because they're new or they're just wanting to prove themselves. Yeah, yeah. I totally get that. Um, I want to take a step back as well because you said something interesting before. You were doing a presentation and teaching some sales guys about mm. goal setting. Yeah. I mean, that's something that I think pretty much everyone has in life that they want to achieve a certain goal, whether it's, yeah. you know, financially, career-wise, uh, emotionally, relationship-wise. Yeah. What would be your tips on goal setting? Because I know you're, you're a guy that is very goal-driven, has achieved a, pretty much all the goals you've wanted in your yeah. life. So yeah. what would be your tips for, for the listeners and the watchers, the viewers on, on goal setting? Yeah, I, I guess a little bit to echo what I said a bit earlier is yeah. you know, first identify what that goal is. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's yeah. no use chasing something. The second thing yeah. is um, think big. Think beyond what you think you're capable of, okay. right? Um, you know, and like I said, so if know goal, what it is. Think big. Yeah, yeah. think big. You know, if your if your goal yeah, is to not? save ten thousand yeah. dollars and you only save five thousand dollars, well, you're five thousand dollars better off. So yeah. is, is that a well bad thing? Fifty thousand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, think of your goal. Think big. Yeah. Um, plan, but yeah. don't plan. You need to plan big, but you need to break that plan down into yeah. small, measurable bits. You know, yeah. they talk about those smart goals, yeah. right? And you need to have people around you that can facilitate that yep. uh, that goal or that plan yeah yep. but probably the one of the biggest things is yep. you need to have plan b and probably plan c yeah okay. and you know, by that by the plan b and plan c so we, we know life doesn't is in a bed of roses right yep. it doesn't just happen yep. right yep. it does you know, I'm sure when you set up this dojo it didn't come together easily right yeah, fuck, was, I looked at like I don't know maybe close to 50 different places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you, you had a yeah. plan A to Z, really, yeah. right? Yeah, you were prepared to, but, yeah, but you knew yeah, what right. you wanted, right? Yeah, you're right, right. yeah, yeah, I'm thinking so about you it. Didn't take the I'm first seeing it apply to this journey here. Yeah, yeah, you didn't take the first dojo or the first space you looked yeah. at. Yeah. You were prepared to yeah. only settle for what you wanted, right? Yeah. So my, my idea about having your goal, identifying that mm -hmm. is, know what that is, first yeah. of all. Mm -hmm. You know, put yourself with people around you, yeah. plan it, mm -hmm. but don't, don't settle for less. Just if, if someone, if you all plan, like my plan when I wanted to do an Ironman, yep. if I said to myself, I'm going to do an Ironman or I told a friend, I said, mm -hmm. John, I'm going to do an Ironman and you said mm -hmm. to me, oh no, man, you, you can never do that. Just just start off with the little ones. If I allow myself to listen to you and put that self-doubt in me, mm -hmm. 
I might just settle for a smaller, shorter yeah. um, race. Mm. But I thought to myself, I'm going to put myself out there and do an Ironman. And I told people this. And they're just like, man, you're an idiot. You're nuts. Why would you do that? I, I told my mum, she goes, Darren, you're too old. I said, mum, I'm in my early 40s. Why can't I do this? I yeah. can easily yeah. do this. So don't don't be discouraged by the non-believers, if yeah, you like. And sure. you, you run your own race, yeah. but you surround yourself with the resources and tools and equipment yeah. and knowledge of others who maybe have done it or yeah. can give you the, the skills to achieve okay. that goal. Okay, sick, that's a really good tip. So know what you want, aim big, have the, the plan B and plan C, the things that you're yeah. gonna support that goal. Yeah. Don't settle for less and surround yourself with the people and the resources to get you to that. Yeah. Sounds like a fucking great battle plan. Yeah, look it is, man. And it's it's worked for me, at least the yeah. things I've done. And I, yeah. don't, I don't always succeed, I've, I've failed a lot as I oh, said. Yeah. Actually, that is something I wanted to come back to. Yeah. Failure. Because yeah. you're saying failed a lot, and 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 I I, I truly believe because fuck I've had a lot of failures as well, yeah. and to be honest, the biggest failures in my life have brought me the biggest growth. Like the yeah. literally the biggest painful parts of my life have brought me the most growth. Like yeah. you know, with my recent separation from my wife, and then my father passing away three weeks ago, yeah. that was super painful experiences. Oh, yeah. But I feel like they've strengthened me to become like an even stronger emotional ninja yeah. than I have ever been. Yeah, It's kind of weird. I know that might yeah, sound weird, but that's yeah. literally how I feel. So tell me a bit about that because I know you said you failed a lot as well. How has failure been helping in your pathway? Yeah, look, um, I'm someone that de doesn't deal with failure well, but also deals with it exceptionally well. Yeah. Now that makes absolutely yeah. no sense. No, it and makes sense let me, to me. Let me yeah. tell you what I mean yeah. by that, right? I take failure very very personally yeah. um, because I feel I've let myself down yeah. and sometimes I've possibly let someone else down yeah. right so if you're say my seafood for example yeah. and I'm training with you for a grade or whatever it might be and I don't perform that to my expectations or we didn't achieve that result I've not only let myself down the worst thing is I've let someone down who expected something of me mm -hmm. so I take it very very personally mm -hmm. but and and it takes me can take me a long time to get over it but mm. what i've learned is is that self-love if you like or that yeah. that gratitude mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to fail and make mistakes yeah. so what i've i've learned to do is that reassess and reevaluate and figure out why you failed but don't do it on your own ask people i was trying to do this i didn't get there what did you see some of the mistakes i made or what what could i have done better right mm. And I've, I take feedback on exceptionally yeah. well, but I want to yeah. be told exactly what it is. Yeah. I don't want to be told some bullshit story yeah. around, oh, yeah. you know, look, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. So once I receive that feedback, yeah. I create a plan. Yeah, okay. Then I create yeah. a plan B. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I, I proactively, I drive my own destiny, yeah. right? Yeah. So if that feedback is, Darren, you know what? You, you just didn't do that kick well enough yeah. or Darren, you didn't do that whatever well enough, I will modify my behavior yeah. my skill set or whatever yeah. it is yeah. to get that so okay. failure to yeah. me yeah. Yeah. i have this saying yeah. coming second is the first last coming second is the, the first, first last. last okay because yeah. it is yeah if you're not first yeah. what are you you're the first last <laughs> yeah. Is that okay. right? yeah yeah it makes sense yeah. 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 yeah yeah so i have that saying coming second is the first last mm -hmm. and whilst i don't always win you mm -hmm. know what I, I i rarely win if you like yeah, yeah. but i i if i'm going to come second I, i'm not going to accept that yeah. i'm going to do what i yeah. can to to be better okay um so i i get that feedback it on. takes courage to get that feedback as well because oh, i mean brutal. no one wants to hear 
how they fucked up or how they yeah. weren't good or how they yeah. missed out or what they did wrong. Do you, so, do you remember I told you I was, yeah. when we were talking earlier that yeah. um, one of my managers told me that no yeah. one likes you? Do you remember yeah. I said that yeah, just yeah. a little bit yeah. earlier? And I'll tell you what it was, right? Um, you, you can hear about it, yeah? yeah. Is that when, when I was a PT manager, I yeah. wanted to achieve a next level of management, which yeah. was like a little regional role and, yeah. and everything. And... Um, I missed out on this particular yeah. promotion this time. And, yeah. and a really good friend of mine, Mick, who's a mentor of mine, and I yeah. speak to him regularly, he's a, he's a really cool guy, yeah. very insightful, but like yeah. yourself, you yeah. know, um, he just has a different way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And anyway, he came to my club this day and he had to tell me that I wasn't getting this job. Yeah. And I blew up. I'm like, what do you mean? And I lost my mind and I, and I blamed him. You don't want to give me the job. You know, I've been working hard, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And he goes, Darren, you want to know why you didn't get this job? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I said, yeah. He said, no one likes you who works with you. And I was Fuck. gutted. Yeah. And he and it was probably the, one of the hardest feedback I've ever yeah. heard. And I'm like, what do you mean no one likes me? He goes, the people you manage right now yeah. don't have good things to say about you because you're an asshole. You're, you're too yeah. hard on them. Yeah. And for you to succeed, for you to ever mm. get anywhere in life, you've got to understand that you need to work with people mm. rather than against them. And you can't treat people the way you currently treat people mm. so when he told me this i literally flipped a switch yeah. and came in the next day yeah. and i learned to be nice to people yeah. and i learned to say thank you and, yeah. Yeah. and things like that yeah. and i and the funny thing is mate we had to jump on a conference call that very next morning yeah what i didn't know was and i was running this call what yeah. i didn't know was that um mick was on the other end of a, one of my my guys i was managing yeah and they all said, oh, Daz, you know, how did you go with that role you're looking for? And I yeah. said, I, I didn't get it, guys. Yeah. And they go, man, you must be gutted. And I said, yeah, you know what, guys, I am gutted. But, you know, let me just talk to you about a couple of things that, you know, I've learned from this and yeah. what I'm going to do and what yeah. I'm going to plan yeah. and how I need your support to do it because yeah. I can't do this on my own. Yeah. And uh, I later caught up with Mick, you know, like a yeah. week later and he said, yeah. you probably don't know this, Daz, but I was on that call. And I'm like, yeah. oh, really? And he goes... Yeah, but you know what? The way you handled it and yeah. your professionalism yeah. and your ability to flip that switch, yeah. Yeah. I've never seen before. Yeah. And he goes, that's a real strength and it takes a lot of courage to do that. Yeah, 100% it does. Yeah. That's why I, I, I pointed it out because being able to take a point, look at yourself with self-awareness and be mm. like, okay, fuck, I fucked up in this X, Y, Z yeah. way. Yeah. And then to be able to recorrect, it takes courage. No one wants to look at the dark side of their no. personality. And, and for someone to say to you, John, no one likes you that's fucking, when you think everyone heavy. does. That's heavy. Oh, it was yeah. brutal feedback. And yeah. that's exactly what he said. He just looked at me and I said, That's probably yes. some of the best feedback you've had though, if you think about oh, it, in the it sense that it made you, you know, well, it was a game changer for yeah. me. It, I, again, probably need to thank him a lot more than mm. I ever do because really, had I not received that feedback, I potentially could have gone down the path of this really, you know... Maybe more of the same. More of the same. Yeah. And, and not learnt the lessons of how to be a better leader because yeah. I was known as a manager who just slaughtered people. That's what yeah. my reputation was. Yeah. If you want stuff done, yeah. get Daz to do it and he will get it done, and, but he will steamroll everyone in front of him. Yeah. And that's effective... That'll get shit purpose, done, but it won't. Everyone will hate you. It won't and, build you as a person and everyone to was, grow higher. Exactly. Yeah. People were scared of me. They didn't yeah. want to 
talk to me. They didn't trust me because they didn't want to, you know, yeah. say, oh, Darren, I've got this problem. I can't do this because they, yeah. I was just whacking them over the head. Yeah. And when he told me all of this, when yeah. he explained what, yeah. why people don't like me, yeah. you know, it wasn't that people hated me. It was yeah. just they didn't like working for me. Yeah. Um, Your management style was too abrupt, oh, perhaps. It wasn't yeah. too abrupt. It was just brutal. Super abrupt. It was, it was, <laughs> Bru- just brutal, uh, straight up. And it wasn't, okay. and it wasn't effective. Yeah. Um, and that, and that's when I learned to flick a switch yeah. from that very, very day. And uh, okay. I'll never forget it. And, okay. and uh, it, it, we went for a walk through the shopping centre. It was just up at Hornsby where I live. I was working in that club there. Yeah. We went for a walk and yeah. I, was, I was really upset. You yeah. know, I was you know, emotional that this guy who yeah. I, I trusted yeah. had just said these really yeah. harsh words to me. Yeah. And I just sort of thought after a while, you know, I, I, I go away and I think about things. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? As much as that hurts, that's the truth. And mm. I needed to hear that. Mm. And sometimes people don't surround themselves with people who are willing to tell, tell the truth. Tell the truth, yeah. And people like to blow smoke up each other's ass, man. You know, yeah. If I didn't like you, I would tell you. If you, yeah. if you fuck something up, I'm going to yeah. tell you. Because if I don't tell you, maybe you don't have those people around you. Yeah. And I know you've got a good yeah. group of people around yeah. you. And um, a perfect, another good uh, example of that is, um, you know, when I came to chats, what I was just like a whirlwind of you know yeah. fire in that yeah. place right trying yeah. to get everything you can done. feel your drive trying to really move it forward yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and um will you know our mm-hmm. pt yeah. manager we had this discussion one day and he just goes mate you move at an energy that is impossible to keep up with mm. so i said to him that day i said man i, I need you to do something for me mm. he said what is that and I said, man, I need you to check me. He said, what do you, what do you mean? You want me to kick you in the leg or something? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, man, I don't want you to kick yeah. me. I said, I need you to check me. And, and mm. what I mean by that is if you feel or see mm. a behavior mm. in me that mm. is that energy that you find mm-hmm. hard, I need you to pull me aside and yeah. tell me, yeah. cool it for a minute. Because yeah. I may not have that self-awareness in that yeah. moment. Yeah. To, to check myself yeah, yeah, so yeah. i've given him the permission yeah, so yeah, if he does yeah. say it he's one of those guys yeah. you know probably like yourself like yeah. if, if you see something say to me hey yeah. you know chill out man you're, yeah. you're out of control yeah and yeah. i've got that's my default personality okay to yeah. take control manage yeah. and um lead yeah yeah for sure that's wow that brings so many ideas and great like i like the i'm just gonna bring it to that kind of radical candor that straight up honesty mm. that Mick brought to the table yeah. kind of fed back onto you to get more self-awareness around yourself yeah. made you be more honest with yourself so that you could go as a leader what a fucking great story man yeah. Jesus and I suppose that really stems from that radical truth and and because it would have taken him courage as well to be able to say that too and, he, you know and he knew that I was going to blow up he, yeah. he even said he goes I knew what your reaction was going to be. That's yeah. why we, I closed the door to your office. <laughs> I, I, I locked yeah. it yeah. and we didn't do it in a cafe. Yeah, yeah. Because I know yeah. how you were going to react. Yeah. And I wasn't just blowing up. I was standing up out of my chair, like throwing stuff around the office. And he was oh. just like, what? Okay. A, you know, I lost yeah, my wow. mind because I was so disappointed. Yeah. But yeah. He, he also said to me, which was another interesting yeah. thing, which I still apply to this day, is that um, he goes, I'm glad you're upset. 
Yeah. And I said, what do you mean you're glad I'm upset, you <laughs> asshole? You know, you yeah. just let it down. You're like, yeah. why would you be glad, you, yeah. you selfish prick? You know? yeah. And he's, he said to me, it shows me you care. Yeah, I'm that's glad, true. I'm yeah. glad you are upset yeah. because if you, you really weren't upset, yeah. I'd be more worried. Yeah. The fact that you've lost your mind yeah. <laughs> tells me you care. How much you actually yeah. want to yeah. grow in that, in that role. Yeah. Wow. Fuck, that was a great story, man. Thank I you. Think, I think, you know, having the courage to look at yourself, having... The, the smarts to actually surround yourself with people that will give you the feedback yeah. and even asking people to give you feedback around yourself around things that you know that might be perceived as a weakness or something yeah. that will hold you back that's great but do you know yeah. what no, man, that's I'll, like I'll, self that's sorry to jump in yeah. that's like encouraging self-awareness from others around you like that's that's clever yeah i like and that you I like but you've that. got to be honest with yourself yeah. don't ask someone to say something to you unless you're willing to listen because don't ask for feedback unless you yeah. are open to it don't yeah. ask someone to check you yeah. unless you're prepared to don't get angry at them is what i'm yeah. saying is yeah. they're doing the job you've asked them to do yeah right if you want feedback be willing to accept it yeah yeah um and but not accept it but do something Think about it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Fuck, I really enjoyed that that story. I mean, I can feel that I got the, the lesson. That, I mean, for me, the essence of that is self-awareness, uh, surrounding yourself with the right people, and also radical honesty, like really oh, yeah. radical candor, yeah. like, and, and having the courage to do that, meaning, mm. you know, you being honest with yourself, but also Mick or Rick? Mick. Mick. Yeah being radically honest with you because look at the change and the growth that eventuated yeah. from that yeah uh, you know, the, they always say the truth always wins or you can't hide that was it there's three things you can't hide the sun the moon and the truth and that yeah. truth sprouted your growth in your professional yeah. career as a leader so yeah. that's fucking epic and, yeah. and that's a that's a principle i've applied throughout my career since that day is yeah. that i want people to tell me if i'm doing well or if i'm not doing well or how i can improve something yeah. and even uh, what was it, about four years ago, yeah. I embarked on this journey um, mm -hmm. to to evolve my yeah. my skills as a manager and yeah. a, as a leader in our business. Yeah. And and I went to the HR um, people in our in our business and I yeah. said, I want to do a three sixty degree feedback. And, and yeah. for those that don't know what that is, yeah. it's it's basically in our business. It's yeah. about putting together um, set questions yeah. um, that you send out to your peers, yeah. right? So. But you can't just send them out to all your favorite people who are going to yep. you know, talk great shit yeah. about you. You want to send it to people yeah. who are going to be honest, right? Yeah. So these questions are usually run by um, businesses and companies yeah. who specialize in human behavior, yep. if you like, right? Yep. Um, so I said, I want to do this 360-degree feedback. Mm -hmm. um, and they said, that's that's fantastic because you obviously want to develop. I said, man, of course I am. Like, this is why I'm doing it. So they put together this, like a booklet, right? Mm -hmm. And it was like, I think it was a you know, about 30 or 40 questions. And mm -hmm. it was about things like, do you think Darren's a good manager? If, um, is there something Darren can improve on? And so they're really honest questions. Mm -hmm. So I sent it out to 21 people, right? Mm -hmm. And I sent it out to people who have worked with me for a long yep. time, who directly reported to me. Yep. I sent it out to all of the managers who directly yep. reported to me additionally. Mm -hmm. I sent it out to people who were levels above me who I wanted to be in their level. Mm -hmm. So I sent it out, and including my state team and my managers as yep. well. So this feedback comes back and they, they present it in this beautiful, great book and it's got all details around um, human behavior and um, uh, profiling and stuff like that. And, and it goes on different scales, right? And I asked for this feed. I asked for this because I wanted to know really what people thought about me, yep. you know. And and 
honestly, some of it was absolutely brutal. It mm-hmm. was, you know, there was some really low opinions of yeah. me. Right? And this was only, you know, four, maybe yeah. five years ago. Yeah. But there was also, the interesting thing was, is that, and I talked about this just recently, actually, is that the people who work really close with me mm-hmm. had amazing things to say about me mm-hmm. in terms of how I'm a great manager, a good mm-hmm. friend and mm-hmm. leader and all that sort of stuff, yeah. right? But the people who didn't work with me on a mm-hmm. regular basis, mm-hmm. who knew me but didn't work with me, yeah. weren't as positive. Yeah. It wasn't bad, some of it yeah. was brutal, but yeah. it wasn't as good as with those people. Yeah. So what that told me mm-hmm. was is that the people who I'm in direct influence of, mm-hmm. those that group around me, yeah love me and and i can influence them positively so what i need to do is i need to expand my skill of influence above my my level right to to a circle that it's like dropping a a pebble in a pond it ripples out what i had done is i dropped a pebble in a pond but i'd put up barriers halfway to the edges of the of the of the pool yeah so i removed those barriers and let those ripples yeah. flow out let the reach my, flow out yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense so yeah. those people on the edge who mm. were my managers mm. started to learn and hear more about me in a much more positive yeah. way about okay. how i was influencing yeah. others and changing yeah, yeah. and eventually re- tried to rebuild yeah. that brand yeah but it took some courage to ask for that brutal feedback yeah, for that feedback yeah and, for sure um and people are more than willing to shit can you at any time, right? Yeah, uh, yeah no doubt. Yeah, yeah, so that's just another story, in, okay. oh, I guess, on my uh, self-discovery and yeah. journey. Yeah, wow, that's a really good story. Um, I think we better wrap it up now. Um, I've got an early start, and plus we've probably been talking for an over an hour now. <laughs> How long have we? Uh, hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We could probably go yeah, even we could longer. Go for like, we could um, go three o'clock in the morning. Could you summarize, like, let's just look at... I think I think what's been really powerful is like the leadership stuff from mm. you and like you know so because overall even the martial arts stuff links into leadership in my opinion yeah. from what you've oh, said. 100%. So how, can you summarize for the guys listening and the guys watching today? Um, you know your yeah your overall opinions on leadership. So just summarize what we've spoken about today. Yeah. Yeah, you know I, I think um, good leaders aren't born. I, I think good leaders can be made, and mm-hmm. and I I think I've sort of proven that because I was, wasn't was a good leader. Mm-hmm. And I think um, leadership to me is is about people, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and we've got a saying in our business and it is that um, um, managers are managers of process and leaders are leaders of people, mm-hmm. right? So, okay. and what that means is that anyone can manage a, a process, process or a like step. A system, and stuff. Yeah, 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 a system, right? And, yeah. and that's easy to do. You can train a monkey to do that, mm-hmm. right? But n- there are a few good leaders out there mm-hmm. who really inspire people mm-hmm. who want to be like you for mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. as a leader mm-hmm. so leadership to me means what do your people think about you mm-hmm. how do they react about yeah. you what sort of trust have you got between those people yeah. uh, between yourself and those people and and do they aspire to be like you mm-hmm. because you know imitation is you know the greatest form of flattery as mm-hmm. they say right yeah. if, if, if you're my Sifu and I want to be like you, Sifu mm. John, mm. and I, I practice like you, you know, mm. when I was training in martial arts, I, I practiced like Bruce Lee. I thought yeah. I was Bruce yeah. Lee for a time because he was yeah. my idol and yeah, he was the guy I wanted. And he was the leader for me yeah, in martial arts back yeah. in the time, yeah, right? Yeah. And probably for you as yeah, well, yeah? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so leadership is about the ability to empower, uh, grow, develop, yeah build relationships yep. with others yep. and not to be afraid that you don't know everything, yep. right? Um, 
and and the gratitude of those people around you as yep. well. Okay. And, and I really think that leadership is underestimated. People yep. want to be great managers. Oh, I'm a great manager. I don't care about how great a manager yep. you are. Do the people who work for you like you and would yep. they want to be like you? Yep. I how think, great a leader are you? Yeah, yep. I, th I think in the businesses I've worked in, there are probably people who you know, have not wanted to be like me, others yep. who have grown inspiration from how yep. I conduct myself yep. or the processes or whatever I yep. manage and lead mm -hmm. through. Um, but I think the thing that's probably I've learned more is that I've developed these sensational, you know, lifelong relationships with people as a leader because I took a genuine interest in them before yep. me. Yep. And leadership isn't about you. Leadership is about everyone else around you Certainly. to help facilitate your own growth as well and yep. theirs. Yeah, yeah, yep. awesome. That's so cool. So some serious great lessons right there, like patience, perseverance, leading by example in summary, yeah. so that you're doing it for the people. Um, there was one other point there, ah, that radical honesty. Yeah. yeah. So we've had a lot of great lessons there. Look, um, if you guys do have any questions for Darren, just put them in the comments below, uh, either whether on YouTube or Facebook or on the podcast, uh, and then I can f throw them back to you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Is there anything last you want to say that to, to the listeners or the viewers? Uh, man, look, it's actually been a, a lot of fun and it's given me an opportunity to sort yeah. of think back and draw on some emotions. And yeah. um, I, I'm an emotional sort of guy. Everyone yeah. knows that anyway, yeah. uh, good and bad. But um, <laughs> I, I, I think that the message for me is that, you know, always think big, always challenge yourself yeah. and mm -hmm. don't be afraid to put yourself out of your comfort yeah. zone, get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's a lesson I've learned over the last few years that, yeah. you know what, it might be easy to do what you're currently doing and mm -hmm. that and that's great if that satisfies your mm -hmm. needs but i think if you challenge yourself and look from a perspective mm -hmm. above yourself remove yourself mm -hmm. from yourself your your own bubble you you gain a greater awareness of what's going on mm -hmm. and elevate your thinking to a level that is above where you are mm -hmm. now whether whatever that might be if mm -hmm. it's in a relationship mm -hmm. and you think that you can improve things maybe put yourself in that person's shoes and yep. elevate yourself to their level yep. of thinking awesome. um that's something that i sort of live by is that yeah i don't think like me i think like yep. the next step yeah got it that's awesome thanks yeah. thanks so much for coming today darren I've um enjoyed it really so happy. darren runs chats with fitness first if you sounds like the kind of guy you'd like to go and learn something from or go ask questions they come and see you there would that yeah, be okay yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely you can go find him at fitness first in chats we just ask for darren and he'll sort you out thanks again brother darren really appreciate it today thank you so much thanks. man awesome thanks bro yeah that was fun yeah man. That was a lot of fun man. i enjoyed it yes i don't talk a lot though so. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>